0: Welcome to the Help Desk for Thursday, the 28th of January. My name is Peter Wells.
1: And I'm Tess Bennett.
0: And Tess, you found us a great story from Queensland.
1: Yeah, so school holidays are nearly over, which means uh, you need to start worrying about school zones again. And to help with that, Spotify is creating special songs that encourage users to slow down around school zones as part of a trial in Queensland. So Spotify will use the geolocation information from a user's phone to identify when they're within 5Ks of a school and sneak in a track with messages to slow down and watch out for those school crossings. The audio has been created by local Brisbane artists and the song will slot into a playlist once the current the current playing song is finished. The trial officially launched in Brisbane on Wednesday. It will aim to cover all school traffic zones, both primary and secondary campuses, but it is, as it's using Spotify's advertising insertion, the slowdown tracks will only play for Spotify users on the free tier and premium subscribers will not hear the messages.
0: I love this. This is so clever.
1: It's like hyper-local uh, or hyper-personalized radio
0: Mm, Yeah, just uh, genius, genius stuff. And yeah, and I guess it does show that uh, Spotify could use this for other technologies as well. So weather reports and uh, traffic reports and things like that. Really interesting stuff. Anyway, staying in Australia and Google News is planning on rolling out a new product called News Showcase in Australia as soon as next month. The service aims to bundle up a bunch of news services under a single paywall and then share the revenue with all of the publishers under it. Very similar to Apple News and other services like that. Google first announced the product back in June last year, but pulled the launch when it heard about the media code. Telling partners, quote, "...it would not launch until it had a better idea of how the proposed laws would affect it financially." The announcement that news showcases back comes just days after Google threatened to pull search from Australia in retaliation to the media code. So is this Google saying, take me back, I can change? I mean, this is a lot of mixed messages coming from Google.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of developments, uh, twists and turns that keep popping up in this story. And the reporting from the Sydney Morning Herald uh, from industry sources said that the You know, that they're picking news showcase back up, uh, partly as an attempt to show the government how the product works following the criticism it copped from senators in that hearing last week. And this is yeah. Google's preferred way uh, to hand money over to publishers. Uh, so it might be an approach or an attempt to supersede whatever happens with the media code. Uh, in particular, avoiding having to go into that final offer arbitration model.
0: I don't think it will help. But yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting service. I mean, I, I can't imagine uh, Apple News saw a huge uptick uh, in subscribers. I don't think I'd see a similar uptick for Google Showcase either.
1: Mm, And they, I assume the publishers still have a say in whether or not they join. Uh, So I Mm. think in this tense, tense environment, that would be maybe a hard sell. And moving on, Twitter is getting into the newsletter as a service game after acquiring the newsletter startup Review. Review uh, will continue as a standalone product separate to Twitter, but will be closely integrated into the service. And... the fees will be lowered uh, from 6% to 5%, the same cut that Substack charges for its service. Twitter says journalists are one of the most important groups using Twitter and are a valuable part of the conversation and it's critical we offer new ways for them to create and share their content and, importantly, to help grow and better connect with their audience.
0: Yeah, another newsletter service. Uh, This really is the new hotness, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, podcasts are over and newsletters are in. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> dang, dang it. <laughs> I'm always too late.
1: <laughs> oh, these things come around again. So uh, you might just be early, but it is interesting, I guess, because it is that our uh, first uh, for long form content on Twitter and also the first time Twitter has asked for subscription revenue.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully uh, that will expand. in in the new year, or in this year, I should say. Anyway, our final story is not much to talk about, but still worth highlighting, and that is Apple has released iOS 14.4, an update that patches three different security issues discovered in its mobile operating system. Apple has shared little details of what the exploits could do, but did say all three were discovered by an anonymous researcher, suggesting that the bugs may have been discovered by nefarious actors as well. So that means the exploits could have been out in the wild for quite some time. So if you do have an iPhone, you should update it as soon as possible.
1: Thank you for letting me know. I will get onto that as soon as we finish this episode.
0: Yeah, security ones normally nag you a hell of a lot more than than standard ones. So I'm sure sure a lot of people will be updated tonight, whether they know it or not. Anyway, that's all we have time for today on the Help Desk. My name is Peter.
1: And I'm Tess Bennett. (laughs) See you, Tess.